0: All right. Hey. So I said this is the third week uh, of our series. It's also the final time that we'll talk specifically about legacy and and uh, just the series and the content. Christmas Eve, we'll focus on you know Christmas Eve and and talking about uh, the reason for the season and our Savior coming. And so we'll focus on that there. And I want to encourage you again, if you're a first time guest or maybe you're even newer to here, um, we one time a year devote a series like this, you know, to money or to giving. um, I really want you to know. Uh, that there's kind of two ditches that churches get in. There's one side that everything is prosperity and extravagance and money, uh, and then that can be abused. We've all seen that. Uh, but then there's other ditches where you get on the other side and you say, we're not going to talk about money. We're not going to make anybody you know, uh, feel any kind of money pressure or even talk about it or acknowledge it. And that's a huge ripoff. Uh, I'm doing a terrible job as a pastor uh, if I leave out what God said about money uh, when it comes to talking to our church family. Uh, As a matter of fact, Jesus talked more about money and how we steward it than he did heaven and hell combined. And so it's a huge injustice and a lack of love for you if I say, hey, we don't want to talk about it, we don't want anyone to, for me, what a ripoff it would be as a leader uh, if I held back or shied back because I've seen in my life and many other people's life miracles happen. Because we trusted God in the realm of our resources. Are you with me? And uh, one of those stories you're going to actually hear right now. So would you please welcome uh, to the stage Mitch and Natasha Smith. Have them come forward. Give it up for them. They they are part of our team here at the church, and uh, they'll share... Uh, how they came here and how long they've been with us, but just wanted you to get to know him if you don't already know him. Mitch uh, serves in all kinds of areas around here, but he's a big part of our student ministries, and so uh, like the ugly sweater party, all that kind of stuff. I heard the best line, and I'm just going to share it. Uh, who I don't know who said it, but if you said it, Travis Jr., Travis Jr. Uh, you are today's MVP. We should take your picture and put it on the website because Mitch said, hey, do you have your ugly sweater for tonight? And he said, it's not with me, but it's a Michigan State shirt. And I was like, you win. Just go get him the stuff he needs to win because um, he won. Uh, but anyway, uh, so just great stuff that Mitch does with our young people. And then uh, Natasha, same thing, just serves in all kinds of areas here. And um, a big part of our prayer team and is always uh, sharing things for the church and about the church that that in her prayer time God is like sharing with her and just encouragements. And there's things behind the scenes That you haven't seen that have come through a great prayer team. And people, I mean, let's just all be honest, uh, prayer is hard work. You know, prayer is, uh, you know, to be somebody who's devoted to prayer, all the distractions in our culture. And uh, I was actually telling some of the team, you know, there's many times, uh, even on a Saturday night, uh, that I'll pray myself to sleep. And that's on purpose, but a lot of people just, pray themselves to sleep. Are you with me? Who's done that, right? Uh, so prayer, like the gift of prayer is, is really rare and should be uh, just held with high regard. Are you with me, right? And, uh, and so here you're gonna hear like a word and I, and I want you to know this has been prayed through and, and thought through and um, from a heart of somebody who really loves you. Maybe not met you, both of them, but, but loves you guys. Like, loves you guys. And so, uh, as we share some things, I want you to think, well, that was like a good little speech. Like, it's two people really opening their heart and being, because this is hard to do. uh, Especially, like, you think I'm dumb talking a money series for these guys to volunteer to share. Is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'll stop babbling, but I just want you to know, this is their heart being open to you. And it's really, really
1: impactful. And I hope you hear it. So, um... Yeah, this is pretty nerve-wracking. So I, I was telling John, because we do first-time guests a lot of time, and, and you're sitting up here and everyone's smiling back at you. So he promised me he would frown okay. uh, to make it less <laughs> uh, awkward uh, up here. So uh, we've been going to Vertical for uh, going on two years. So we started in January. So we, we missed the, the original legacy uh, that Vertical did, but we were able to be here during the, uh, the second one. Um, and during that, uh, we were, uh, in a time of our lives, we were really seeking God to bring us deeper in a relationship with him. Uh, so it was just a really good time and things that we've been praying about. That was actually the first time we didn't know, uh, that vertical did legacy t- until then. And it was, um, yeah, I'll let
2: you go. For <laughs> <that>. <laughs> um, so last year at some point, God really put, uh, placed on my heart to sell our house, which was completely crazy. If you, any of you guys know us, um, So I I went to Mitch and said, hey, I think that God wants us to sell our house. And he said, well, absolutely not. Um, We aren't selling our house. And so I said, well, just pray about it and and see what God says to you. So I went back in my prayer time and I was like, all right, God, if this is you, you have to tell him as well because he doesn't believe me. Um, (laughs) So and that's (laughs) that's essentially what we did.
1: So I just assumed uh, that she heard wrong. Uh, because that that can happen, you know. So, um, or, or she's praying to someone else. Who knows? So, uh, but we had, we had just finished to give you a, a backstory on why it was kind of crazy to sell. Is we we bought the house two years prior, and uh, when we bought the house, it was a neighborhood that we really wanted to live in. And we both talked, and we're like, "Hey, this is going to be, uh, you know, our forever home to grow up with our kids." And uh, we just finished remodeling what we needed to remodel, and uh, so it was like, no, like that 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 can't be. But I did tell her that I would at least, um, I, I would pray about it as well, and uh, hoping God wouldn't give, give me the same answer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he did, and a few weeks later, our house was on, um, on the market. And uh, little did we know that that was the start of God really putting us on a path of um, listening to him and walking out in obedience, um, and, and just doing what he said to do.
1: So uh, during, uh, we had the house listed in November, and then uh, Vertical does Legacy every December. So during the selling process is when uh, the second Legacy came in, and our first, and we really, talking, we wanted to stay obe- obedient and follow what God was telling us to do. So we decided to just pray separately uh, on the amount we should give to, to Legacy, and then we would come back together and, and discuss it from there. And when we came back together, God actually gave us, a, you know, shockingly the same amount. Uh, so we had the same amount written down, everything. and we talked about it, neither of us wanted to, um give the the amount uh to each other because anyways uh, so <laughs> but knowing it was from from god we we did agree to um, follow his his guidance.
2: God was really teaching us last year on how to hear from him and listen and actually walk it out um which was was hard for us, so um just like the house, we ended up doing that, and it was in. It was a, It's such a freeing feeling um, when you give out of obedience. And I think if any of you guys have given, a, given or, or just listened to God in something big, um, it just, you, you don't even know how to react. It's such a weird feeling to know that you're actually listening to what God said and, and that you're, yeah, just, it's an awesome, um, awesome experience. So,
1: so it, you know, and it can be tough tough to give because, you know, we were in uh, the same position I, I'm sure many people are Is you know, we had still had student debt uh, that we were paying off, um, even though we're super old. Um, <laughs> we still had the student debt, you know, we had other bills that, that this money can go, go towards and, and the enemy worked uh, through that, you know, like, hey, you could use this money for, for the things you wanted and stuff like that. Um, but God was really teaching us to step out in faith. And what we kind of realized was that, you know, giving is just so much more than a cause. Uh, you know, we came to the conclusion that like God doesn't need a, any a dime from us. Um, we could sit here today, add up all our incomes, and it's not even a raindrop in the bucket of his, the resources He can produce. So He doesn't need need us um, giving is for us uh, because when we when we gave and when you do give, um, you're releasing what you hold dear, and you're able to replace it with Him. And and it's it's tough to do that, and but you know that you're hearing from Him, and then you know we'll get on onto it later. But it's you can start hearing them in other parts of your life because you did that challenge and, and you heard them that first time.
2: So, yeah, we can de- we can definitely tell you that um, by giving last year and being obedient throughout the year um, and just really we felt like it ramped up in in legacy because it was something that we were, yeah, we could put our house up for sale, but giving of your own resources when you can put them somewhere else um, was, was tough, but... God opened doors for us this past year that we couldn't have planned for. Um, just awesome, awesome blessings. Not just financially, that was the smallest of them, but um, spiritually and emotionally and, and relationally. And it was it was just really an awesome experience that I hope you each get to experience. Um, but I, I really wanted to... Um, give a word that I felt like God had really impressed on my heart for Legacy, and so kind of bear with me while I read it. This year, Legacy is more than just about a church, a cause, or a ministry to give to. It's for you. God has heard his children saying, I want more, I want a deeper relationship with God, I want to hear his voice and see miracles happen. God's response to this is, test me in this, and I'll demonstrate to you that I am the God of more than enough. This time, you are going to give out of revelation of what God wants you to give. The term revelation deals with how God has revealed himself to humanity, or in other words, how he has made himself known. It's a personal connection. Are you going to listen when it's an amount you would never give, that you don't want to give? But how are you going to say no to God? This isn't man, pastor, friend, or family telling you what to give, but this is God, your Heavenly Father, who would never steal from you or lie to you. He's going to do what he said he would do. This is the time to shut the world out and hear what God is saying directly to you, not to your neighbor, not to your friend, but to you. God really has a personal message to tell you. When you hear the amount, I don't want you to be alarmed continue to pray about it for a few days, asking God to confirm in your heart and spirit that you heard correctly. Once you have it confirmed, you write the check. When you write the check, something on the inside starts to change. You might feel weird about being at peace about the amount, or might think you should be freaking out and tearing the check up. But Don't believe these lies that the enemy is going to place in your heart to distract you from the victory God wants you to have. Now that you have the check made out, you release it to God. Put it in the bucket, transfer it online, give it to Pastor Josh or Jess if you absolutely need to, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but you release it. Remember, this isn't about the church or a ministry that might need your money. This is going directly to God and his will on the earth, which you get to be a part of today or or when you get that revelation. And it's extremely exciting. You might be thinking, okay, well, what comes after that? I just wait. No, the enemy is going to throw that amount back at you over and over, as he did us throughout (laughs) last year, Um, and say that you heard wrong. Just remember who gave you the amount in the first place. Husbands and wives, you have to be on the same page with the amount you are to give. If you aren't on the same page, continue praying until you are. Now, here comes the best part. Little by little, God is going to start changing you, speaking to you in such a way that it has you floating. Not only is he pulling you in and whispering into your ear, he's going to start to set you up. This can be in your job, ministry, healing, breakthrough, marriages, or finances. He'll bring people in your path that were strategically placed there by God. You will have favor like never before with people and with God. You have officially broken down the barrier between you and God. Your God-given assignment, destiny, call on your life, spiritual gifts are all going to come alive. They were always there, but they were dormant. Now they are being brought to the surface. You will hear and see things differently. Hold tight to that because the enemy is always going to try and whisper lies and deceit in your ear. When this happens, Go back to what God is doing for you and how the enemy isn't strong enough to mess with the plans and purposes of God. And I really feel that 2017 is going to be a year of restoration. It's a year of do-overs. You aren't going to make the same choices or mistakes in 2017. God is going to take all the bad that has happened to you in the past and turn it around for your good. And then I just wanted to, to read a little um, blurb that I had found um, that kind of went with revelation or hearing hearing God. So, Jesus taught his followers, If anyone wills to do his will, he shall know concerning the doctrine, whether it is from God or whether I speak on my own authority. John 7:17. 7, if anyone wills, he shall know. Clarity comes to the one willing to do the will of God. The willingness to obey attracts revelation because God is the ultimate steward, investing his treasures into fertile ground, the surrendered heart.
0: That's good. So good. Um, thank you guys for sharing. Um, a couple things, you know, I'm going to actually ask them in just a minute. But um, what I love about these guys is like, you know, they're sharing their experience because they want you to experience something like it. But they're also walking a huge road of humility right now in not maybe being boastful in what God has done since then. Uh, you know, the, you've heard them or outline the sacrifice that it was to write a check and to trust God and to, um, you know, do these kinds of things. Like she said, you know, there's even a moment where you feel like rip it up, you know, mm-hmm. let's not do it, uh, where you're just trusting God. We could use it for something else. We could, and then, you know, they follow through on it. And uh, what's been amazing is the return that they've seen. Uh, and again, God is not, and we don't do these kinds of things, Uh, Because we believe God is some spiritual, you know, slot machine that we're going to do this and then he exchanges this and we've hit the that's not the purpose of it. We give because it makes room in our heart for more of God when we sacrificially give and we do, you know, it makes more room for more of God and more of. And so I just want to ask you guys, you know, because you don't you aren't quick to like overshare it. Uh, but just talk a little bit about like, the experiences that you've seen this year in your life and in your heart and on your jobs and all that stuff, the favor that has come on you through obedience.
1: Uh, so I think a lot of the stuff that we've, we've received, 2016 was an awesome year for us, um, but it was so much more than just, just finances. Um, I ran a very successful sales team in my uh, current company uh, er- earlier in 2016, and, uh, but I worked a lot of hours, a lot of late hours. And uh, so one of the doors that opened was uh, a change. So I still manage a sales team just in a different department of ours and it allows me to be home at five o'clock and uh, things like that. But <coughs> when I took over the team, it was, uh, uh, we measure a lot on year over year, uh, which I'm sure a lot of you guys do that own your own businesses and are in a sales role, you measure you know, what did we do last year versus this year. And the team I took over was down uh, 25%. And at that level, it's not just a couple sales, it's, it's thousands of numbers. Uh, that they were down. And my previous team was well up. So we were already, you know, very blessed there. Um, but the opportunity for the hours and things like that and being home with the family. Well, not only did God take care of that f- 25%, we're actually up 115% yeah. through November. And that that's not me doing anything. Cause I go into work and just have fun. <laughs> and uh, so it's its nothing I did. It's all, It's all God. I mean, you can't even, you look at the numbers and you're like, that's not even it's not even possible. So um, just a huge, you know, those things. And, and like I said, it's not all financial. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so hesitantly, you want me to just say it or are you going to? Okay, of course. Here you go, Mitch. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, t- yeah he did. We're That's still so. homeless. Yeah, yeah, no, they, uh, but no, they, you know, like they mentioned, they sold their home, but what's really awesome is like God has positioned them to to build their dream home and just seen a lot of favor uh, in what they're building. And and then also just even in Natasha's job, he's put people in her life um, and made connections business-wise where she's seen amazing. It's not like, you know, a door open that was like kind of like God threw open amazing doors over their life. And again, I'm not saying you should give so that that happens. You should give because God told you to, and that's essentially all that matters. You know, if God calls you to do it, then you do it. If he doesn't tell you to do it, then don't do it. But what I'm saying is, he pays attention, and all of the things from the Old Testament through the New Testament, God honors His seed. Are you right? He honors His seed, and so like this is proof of it. And um, just want you to be encouraged by that. You know, it's this campaign is so much more than an outreach center or meeting the need of like a thing in our community. It's us like aligning ourselves and our hearts and our lives um, with a God who can't wait to bless you and take care of you through Seed Covenant. Amen. You took the mic. No, I'm good. You were gonna. Okay. <laughs> all right. He's gonna. We've. I uh, just have a few more minutes that I want to share because you know this is the wrap up of it. Um, of course, we'll report back to you the result and all that God did in it. Um, but I really wanted to just want to share one thing. We've been saying for every week in this campaign, we don't want to manipulate anybody. We don't show any sad videos to make you feel compelled to give more because there's a kid who has a need or a ministry that needs a thing. None of that. We don't do that. Uh, what we want you to do is is go to God and say, hey, how, if at all, uh, am I to participate in this? God, what's your plan for my life in this? And so you go to him, and then whatever he says is the final answer. Uh, you know, you don't owe me any, anything. You don't owe this church anything. You don't know any. It's all about you and God. That's the whole design of this. And so we've been talking a lot about you go get the answer from God. You go find out. You go. And so some people might say, well, I've never heard from God. I've never heard his voice. That's Okay. You don't have to hear an audible voice that shakes the living room or wakes you out of bed. It may be a song that you hear on the radio that encourages you in a way of something you've been hearing. Or even like this, you know, it says that they prayed and and an amount came to them. Maybe that's something that you do or whatever. But my point that I'm trying to get to is like, I want God to speak to you. I believe that we still live in a time where God can communicate to his people, right? Are you with me? Through different ways where, you know, whether some people do hear an audible voice, some people, uh, like scripture would say, they just feel a still small voice, you know, that uh, a nudging, a leading, a prompting, you know what I'm talking about, but I want you to get that. And uh, what's interesting in scripture is uh, it begins to teach us how to think and live that way, meaning getting answers from God. Uh, not what we can come up with our own hands. You know, we as like a bunch of intelligent adults, we could have actually had a meeting and we could have put together strategies about how we could meet the need of someone in an outreach center or how we could, and we could come up with really good business plans on how to meet the needs of legacy type things that we wanna be a part of. We could, uh, but those aren't God's plans. And our plans essentially wouldn't be as good as God's plans, amen? And so uh, what we're saying is we want God's plans We want God's involvement in all of this. And so we're going to pray to him and say, God, reveal to us your ways, your way of thinking. And Colossians talks about it. Colossians 3 says this, since then you have been raised with Christ. So it's talking about having the new life in God. Set your hearts on the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And then it says this, which I want to zero in on. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. So it's saying the way we make decisions, the way that we process, the way that we operate as Christ followers is, hey, let's not think about earthly things and the earthly measurements and all the things we put up, let's go get our answers and how we're going to live our life from the things in heaven, from God's way. Obviously, we know many of us pray the prayer, hear the scripture that says, uh, uh, not on earth or your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. taught to pray and live that way that that god's ways are the ways that we operate here on earth because why because his ways are better than our ways we don't want our plans we want god's plans and so sometimes a way that god calls us to do that is to say sacrificially hey this is some money in my life this is some resources i'm going to give this up because i want your ways not my ways with this or it could be your time you say hey god i'm going to sacrifice some extra time to meet the need of my community or to advance the kingdom here. So I'm going to make a little bit of room to to tell of your good news. And and so we make a little room because we want God's ways on earth, not our ways. Are you with me? Uh, And so this term that we actually get is this term revelation. It's called getting revelation. Our answers come from heaven. We call it revelation. God's miracles are found in this way of living. God's miracles come when we walk in the lifestyle of having revelation heaven to earth. Is that okay? Paul prayed this for the book of Ephesians, uh, for the church of Ephesus in the book of Ephesians chapter one. He said this, he said, my prayer for you as a church is that you be a people who walk in the spirit of wisdom and revelation, wisdom and revelation, meaning your success is dependent on your ability to be able to walk in the spirit of wisdom and revelation. And what does that mean? It means this, it means revelation is to have your eyes open to what you have not seen. I mean, no, we can't see into heaven. And so it's saying, God, I need you to open my eyes to your things in heaven. We can't figure out the answers. The government's not gonna get the answer. All these things aren't gonna get the answer, but I know in heaven you have the answer, so help my eyes to see that, that's revelation, okay? And then it says wisdom, we have to have wisdom. Wisdom is the insight to know what to do with it, once your eyes have been opened to it. So we pray, God, show me it. Let me see what the answer is here in this and this, 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 and then give me the wisdom to be able to live that out in my community. You with me? Yeah. And so uh, that's what we're walking in, in this offering. I mean, this is what we're walking in, is we're saying, God, I don't want to do it on my own way. I don't want to feel led to give or manipulated by a thing or a campaign or whatever. God, I want you to reveal to me what you have designed in heaven to make a difference here on earth, and then we choose to participate in that.